Hi, my cute little patootie baby cakes. Today we're going to be talking about why men pull away, the three reasons, and the do's and the don'ts behind it, how to regulate yourself, the things that might get in the way, the reality of your skin wanting to crawl out or off of you, and how real this is especially for my ladies that have anxious attachment like yours truly this was a thing i was the chaser in every relationship wondering why these men come in all hot and heavy and then all of a sudden it's like this repellent (laughs) so we talk all about that today because the key for relational success is to understand the male psyche not only to have relational success, but to also set yourself free. This is why I spend a lot of time of it inside of Alchemy of Love. But the biggest thing about this, and I was listening to this back and I didn't emphasize this enough, so I'm going to emphasize it here before we even get into it. The biggest thing about understanding why someone pulls away is so that you can understand that it has nothing to do with anything about you. A lot of times when this happens, we start to have these rejection wounds, we have these abandonment wounds, we have these betrayal wounds that come up and they're so real alive and alive in the body. But when you can understand what's happening, whether you want to stay in partnership with someone or it ends up, you know, being a rupture within the dynamic between the two of you and you have a breakup, it doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It doesn't mean anything right? There are parts of you that you can work on so you can be a better teammate. And so when these things happen, you don't repel, you attract because when these things happen, because they do, this happens in almost every relationship. The amount of men that I've spoken to and the amount of things that I've studied in circles and spaces, like this is so normal for men specifically to pull away. And how you respond in those moments is a make or break situation. It really is. And that comes into calming down your nervous system, realizing what's in your control, knowing your needs and your standards and setting boundaries around that, and also understanding the other person. There's a lot of parts to this. And this is why, I mean, I can only cover so much in a podcast episode, but I highly, highly, highly recommend getting into alchemy of love if this is one of those parts where it's like you see your relationship dynamics going in this hot and heavy route and then it kind of spills out and you don't really know what's going on and you're tired of chasing, you're tired of, tired of having to prove your worth and you're so ready to just be this beacon of love and to you know know that you're rare and valuable. So when someone, so if, not when, so if someone pulls away, you're like, I'm Gucci, I am good. You go explore what you need to do. I'm going to stay. You know, they talk about this and um, men, are from our, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Men go into their caves. They're going to do it from time to time. They do it when you're married. They do the early stage dating. It happens. Who you are in that moment matters for the success of a relationship. Right? And I talk about this particular scenarios and the things because I talk about it a case study with one of my clients where if it's early stage dating and they're like, I need space, it's like, great. And then you get to go do you and see what happens, you know? And oftentimes they come back because that's what happens. And then you get to choose, is this what I want? Is this not what I want? Is this an alignment? You know, and you get to know yourself in this way. But 
it really is helping to understand this dynamic so that you don't take it as a personal attack and you don't start piling more wounds on top and more stuff on top of yourself because we don't need that. We're in the season of letting go, baby. We let go and we get easy and then we can deal with the shit underneath. (laughs) Ugh, but it's so good. I'm so excited for this one. I stutter a bit in it, so stay with me. Um, but I am so excited that you're here. Make sure that you come hang out over on Instagram. My personal one is it's Laura Patricia Martin, ITS Laura Patricia Martin. Our podcast one is Healing to Happy, Healing T.O. Happy. And take those sexy thumbs and please go write us a review. It means the absolute world to us. It really does. It gets the podcast out there. And the more this gets out there, the better guests that we get, which is the most incredible thing on the planet. And you guys know it because we have the coolest guests on the planet. So do that for me. It means the world. Thank you so much in advance. And then get your butt into either breaking the cycle. We have that in the show notes. That is free. If you're looking to shift your relational patterns and become more aware and understanding of why you have the patterns that you have, and then you're going to hear me talk about alchemy of love in here. And obviously that's our signature and it's amazing. And you've heard me talk about it. If you're not, if you're new here, oh my God, it's amazing. I'll click the link. Just go look at it. I mean, you hear me talking about it here, so I'm not going to waste your time on that. But it's it's if you're looking to up-level every single thing about your love life and you're sick of the fucking fluff and you want the science and a little bit of the fluff and a little bit of spirituality, but like not, you know, not here for womb work and things like that. It's like you actually want the science and to understand what's going on with you so you can shift it. This is your space, babe. It really is. I've been doing this work for 10 years with my science and the soul and Oh, so much. Um, actually went to school, you know, for all this. <laughs> and then it was my life's journey that really implemented in the last, honestly, big the last two years since being back in the States, but specifically the last three months. Like this has my business, my life, my dating life, everything has just 10X'd and it's wild. It's wild and it feels really good. So highly recommend jumping in there. Life updates. Y'all, I'm happy. I'm so happy (laughs) when people say, and you're like, ew, I just feel good. Like I feel good with this business. I feel good with my life. It's funny. Like the people that are coming into my life, it's like, no, thank you. Like when you start to align yourself, the universe is like, let me test you. Let me see how it is. And it's just, it's cute. She's a cute little motherfucker. And it's been nice to know that yeah, I don't know. Like the men that are coming in, they're so sweet. They really are. But it's just not that season, baby. Like it's just not, I'm not letting anything come in between me and moving to Florida. I refuse. (laughs) But it's nice to see that like you get to be the beacon of love and like the cordial, like, hey, reservations at this time. I'm picking up at this time. Like it's just like this leadership in the dating world. And it's like, I love it. And yet I'm when it happens, I'm like, you're so sweet. No, thank you. <laughs> but it's it's been fun. I've been loving it. I'm really in this vortex of just up-leveling everything in our brand, making sure Alchemy of Love is the best thing on the internet, making sure this podcast is the place to land. And that's my focus. Like you guys are my focus right now until I move in September. Well, I'm going on a month-long road trip. So I guess until yeah, whatever. But until September, I mean, you guys are always my focus, but 
this is my baby for now and I'm obsessed with it and I'm just happy to be here. So with that being said, I'm going to get you into this episode. It's going to light your freaking tits up because it's so good. And I'm just happy that you're here. Share this with someone. Love on it. Do the thing. Write the review. And you know, I see so many people liking. Not liking. What is it called? Like you listen. Get your thumbs to subscribe because that also helps us get incredible guests. The more subscribers and the more reviews, like we get the coolest guests. The goal is like Jay Shetty, you know, Lewis Howes. We want them. <laughs> Anyways, I love you. I'll see you, I'll see you inside. You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs, safety is imprinted, and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. How are we doing? Today we are going to be talking all about why men pull away. I'm going to give you three reasons. And then what to do or what not to do about it and what to do about it. The do's and the don'ts because this is so common. So freaking common. You have no idea. I hear it a lot inside of Arrival. I hear it a lot inside of, you know, Alchemy of Love and different programs and one-on-ones. Like this is one of those things. It is actually quite normal. Because men do this thing where they come in hot and heavy in the beginning. That's the that's the sexy masculine thing. They come in hot and heavy. And then things fizzle out. And it's like they kind of get their head straight a little bit and they pull away. But the thing that happens to us is we freak out. And we feel like it means something that is wrong with us. And so I want to walk through the truth of this. I want to walk through you know, what you need to know what's going on here, how to not make this about you and how to respond from a grounded, regulated space, which is ultimately going to lead to the relationship and the thing that you want. But I want to break this down. So the what, the why, the how, all the kind of things for when men pull away. And so, you know, I see this happen when it's like you finally let them in. You're so open. It's a little slow burn. It's whatever. You finally let him in. It's been like one, two months. I can think of a specific client that came to me about this where it was like, it's two months in, you know, it's good. It's hot. It's heavy. You're finally open to him. You're in. It's good. It's good. And he comes in with, I need space. And the thing that he tells her is, you know, life is just kind of getting ahead of me right now and I'm a little bit busy with work and this is happening and I can't give you the attention that you want. Maybe you've had this happen. 
and this thing happens inside and I remember when we were talking and she's like I'm anxious like I want to do this I want to do that I, what do I do and thank goodness for the spaces that we have because this is why I lie I love you know how arrival is and or alchemy of love where we have these live chats for when this stuff happens so you don't just react because our prefrontal cortex just kind of turns offline right and so when this happens, obviously she's devastated. Obviously she felt close to this person, so she's upset. But, you know, to avoid making the common mistakes, I started to explain these things to her. You know, why does this happen? Very common things that happen in relationship. Like we as women, we have spaces to go to with our fears, with our, you know, worries, with our things. Like um, I was listening to an interview yesterday with Lewis Howes and he was talking about a workshop that he was running where women have he like asked the women in the crowd to raise their hand of like how often at least one time a week do you have um a friend that you can drink wine with that you can talk about things with that you can communicate with that you can do these things with and they like everyone in the crowd like raise their hand they're like do you do this every day and it's like yes it's like a girlfriend or like you know, your mom or something like that. Like you can talk about your insecurities. You can talk about your body image issues. You can talk about your issues with sex. You can talk about, you know, your mental health stuff. Like that is a very common thing we do. We have wine nights. And then he asked where he was like, okay, so for men, do you do this once a month? And he was talking about it and he's like, the men would, uh, only a handful of men raised their hand. And then he asked, he's like, is it part of a church group or something that you do? Like a men's circle and that. And they're like, yes. And they laughed. Most men. And then he's like, how many of you do this a year? And like hardly any of the men raised their hand. And like, imagine that. Like imagine if you didn't have a, sp- a place to turn to. And as relationships do, they bring out these shadows. They bring out these insecurities, especially when it starts to get hot and heavy. And I'm not making excuses for this push-pull, whatever, emotional unavailability thing. But when you come to this thing and you're in partnership and someone pulls away, it is totally normal because it's that masculine, it's that sexy thing about the masculine that they come in, it's hot, it's heavy, it's passionate. And then all of a sudden it's like serious and it's like, Oh my goodness, I'm a little bit afraid. And so when they need space, it's it's oftentimes and what I've seen from studying like the books and the things and you know, listening to men and hearing their complaints and hearing these things that happen is they need space to process their emotion. That's number one of the reasons. It's like it's this fear of commitment. It's this you know, and it doesn't mean the relationship is bad, but it it's scary. Like especially if you've been hurt in the past and then this other relationship comes in and you haven't had space to process it because that's our modern freaking dating age. But it's like, oh, like I haven't had space. So it's like, whoa, this is hot and heavy. And then all of a sudden it's like, let me actually pull back. Let me, I don't know, blame it on work. Or let me, you know, it's like, it's actually this fear that's making them pull back. And that's okay, right? It's, it's giving space to that. It's, it's understanding and it's, I'll get into the don'ts, but like, don't coach your man on this right? Okay. And so the other thing is in the beginning of dating, it's very common that, you know, it's this fear of intimacy is a very big one as well. You know, you guys have heard me say this often on this podcast is there's no shortage of people to date. There really isn't. There's shortage of vulnerability. There's shortage of 
oh man, there's shortage of opening up. Like the thing that I can always see even in dating and what have you is like, I always get to like, they never ask me on the third date or da 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 da. Like it doesn't go beyond that. It's usually because there's something that's blocked. You're not being vulnerable. You're not opening yourself up. This is that piece. We all fear intimacy nowadays because it's vulnerable and it's scary. And especially as a high achiever and an ambitious human being, which I'm sure you're drawing in men that are like that as well. That's scary. It really is. And we just kind of have to own that. And it's okay that, you know, it's, it's very common that it's like, I'm afraid of getting hurt. I'm afraid of this not working out. I'm afraid of, um, just emotional intimacy, especially for men that weren't taught this. So it's normal that if that's something that they pull away, this is, you know, it's these practices and it's for us to emotionally regulate around that. That's why I created Alchemy of Love. But it is this space where it's like, okay, sometimes they pull away because that fear of intimacy is so freaking real. And that goes with the number one. And the second one that I want to talk about is that, you know, they pull away to process their own stress with work or if the relationship is coming in too strong, which again, that's a very masculine thing, right? It is true if a man doesn't have his purpose and his vision and his things and this relationship comes in and it starts to go against his work and his mission in life and his purpose, he's actually not going to be able to pay attention to you in the way that he wants, and so that can be being highlighted right now in the relationship. And that doesn't mean you wait. That doesn't mean you shrink yourself. That just, it's again, a big part of dating in life is understanding the male psyche. This is why there's modules inside of it, inside of alchemy of love, because, you know, his way of pulling this work and what have you and this is what i saw in the, or, uh, with my client where she brought this in where he says he needs to focus on work and do these kind of things it's a it's a way for man a men to exhibit their control over certain situations and if things came in hot and heavy and if things were like this and then they pull away and they blame it on work and they do these things it's them trying to regain control which is perfect like they're allowed to do that that's okay they're recalibrating their nervous systems to being in their purpose because ultimately you want a man that's in his purpose anyways you want a man that isn't sitting on the couch eating bonbons playing video games doing the thing you want someone that's aligned with their purpose but when we're in our wounded feminine we like kind of get insecure about the thing about not being a priority and we pull it away and we come from this feminine pain body where it's like there isn't actually this balance for them in relationship and it gets to be a little bit tough, a little bit tough. And so they kind of try and pull it back to gain control with the phrases, I need space, right? And this can be at any stage this happens. This is a very common one. I need to focus on work because mission and purpose for men, it is always going to come before you. But when that's in alignment, you will never feel like you're not a priority, but it will always come first. It will. And that's the sexy thing about the masculine. That's the thing we love about it. So just letting that be. And then the one that is kind of hard to swallow, the third reason why men pull away, they're not sure about the relationship. And that sucks, but that can stem from, you know, they don't have the communication skills that we have. Again, we have wine nights where we can talk about this stuff and we can come in and we feel comfortable, but like a man's, one of the hardest thing for men to say is no. It's so hard. They don't want to say no to you. They really don't. 
And so if they've gotten to this state where it feels like, oh my God, I've been people pleasing and not having da, 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 like lack of communication, which is yes, that's their journey and it's not your job to coach them on that. But they pull away <laughs> because they they haven't set the foundation in the way that they want it. Right. And because it maybe has gone too far or some of something like that, it's just like, okay, then I'm just gonna withdraw. And we see this where it's like also if the woman is if you are too eager, which hello, anxious attachment, that was me. It's like if you're too eager and too invested in all these kind of things, and this isn't a playing games thing, it is it's you match the male uh the male fire in the beginning, you know, and we, we do that. I know I did this a lot in my relationships. I know the client that I'm talking about, that is what she did. It's like they're hot and heavy in the beginning. And so you match their energy and you come at it with the tenacity because you are also that type of person. This me messes with the polarity of the relationship. Men like to hunt, men like to chase, men like that is their brains, right? This is something that is very, very important to understand when it comes to dating, especially in the early stages of dating. But this is, this isn't always thing. This isn't always thing. And so those are the three things that I see mostly since talking to men, being in the spaces and all the kind of thing, the three reasons they pull away is they need time to process their emotions. That's fine. The, the fear of intimacy, the commitment, the things like that is a very normal thing. They don't sit around having wine nights with their men, with their boys. I mean, maybe some do. I'm not going to speak for all men, but majority, that's not a very common thing to be attached to their emotions. And you you guys know in relationships, shadows come out and you're like, oh, it's scary. Um, the second one is work and balance. And sometimes things were too hot and heavy and, you know, they just want to regain their independence and regain their control and sense of self. And so they pull away because they feel like they may have lost that in the relationship. And the third one is it might not be the relationship that they want, or they might have realized they're not ready for a relationship. And those are the ones that are kind of scary because we're like, Ugh, what does that mean about me? And it starts to play into these abandonment wounds and you know they it's like i'm being suffocated by this woman i can't do this i'm they're so eager and i'm not sure and da, 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 da. like that is definitely a thing that i had in my past as well i'm definitely i was definitely that type of person that was like you love me you want to do this i mean y'all like i did this for a while it's like that's how i ended up in asia i met a guy and i was like whoa that's how i ended up in texas i met a guy and i was like whoa and it was like all right baby girl settle down and stop matching their intensity like your thing as a feminine essence, a feminine being is the slow burn, baby. It is the slow burn and that is your gift. That is your art. And that comes from regulating yourself. That comes from alchemizing your own love. This is exactly what we do inside that program. So what don't, what not to do in these situations? And, you know, you're going to be human. You're going to have these things. You're going to, you know, it is normal. It is very freaking normal. But... Don't go crazy. Don't do it. Breathe. The first thing is don't break down in front of him. And this one is so hard. Like the amount of times I, not the amount of times, there hasn't been that many. I'm, I'm going to give myself some credit there. But like when things have happened and I hadn't yet regulated my nervous system or understood, like I am the most rare and valuable thing on this planet, but all the kind of things, it's like the breakdown. And I remember when this client came to this space and she like says, she's like, oh, this like wanting to chase, wanting, like I'm, I'm trying to keep it together and da, 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 but 
men don't know what to do with the feminine pain body. This is why alchemy of love is such a fucking gift to this planet. Because you learn about your feminine pain body and what's coming up right now, which is the rejection wound, the betrayal wound, the abandonment wound, all these kind of things. And so you're just kind of flubbering because you don't know how to respond. And oftentimes, this is what happens, you do these things and you talk really fast and you say these things and then you get to the other side and you're like, what even came out of my mouth? Like, what was I even doing? It's very common in anxious attachment. And so it's normal that, you know, your energy is like leaving your body and you feel shut down and you're like, I I am so emotionally unstable right now. Like, I have no idea what's going on. But the best thing you can do is walk away. Like, and we'll get to the things that you can do and the things that you should do and the things to walk yourself through. But do not like try your hardest not to break down in front of them. Simply just, okay. If that's okay. Like, if that's what you freaking want, idiot. Like, like, I'm the most rare and valuable thing, but if that's the thing that you want, okay. And when you do the work, when you alchemize your love, you're able to do that because, yes, you've sat with your past at this point that these wounds of rejection, abandonment, betrayal, all this kind of stuff, they're not being infused. They're not being in this element. And again, going back to... Men don't know what to do with your feminine pain body. And what I mean by feminine pain body is you're reacting from a trigger. You're reacting from the pains of your past. You're not reacting from the present moment. You're not reacting from your higher self. You're reacting from this younger wounded part of yourself. They don't know what to do with that because they don't have, they're not tapped into that. That's not a thing. You know, men are very, really, they get one emotion and that's anger. You know, it's, I mean, we're seeing more of a conscious man awakening. I see you guys. We love you. But most a lot of men i'm not gonna say most even a lot of men it's they don't have they don't have the emotion so they don't know what to do with it so you breaking down in front of him is just you solidifying in his head this is exactly my point this is why i need space this 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 because he's already pulling away right he's already having his he's looking in the boat and he sees all the holes and he's like there's a hole here's all here's more holes here's all the things and instead of solution oriented it's just pulling it's just this repellent and the other thing is do not beg a man to stay, right? Do not beg, do not chase. Anything you chase in life is in masculine. Anything, you know, it's it's totally normal. It's very normal. I have a reel on this where I was like, I... <laughs> in the beginning, it was like, okay, I will now, now that I'm regulating things, I'm like, I'll give you two weeks. I'll give you two freaking weeks. If that's your thing, because I know you don't have the tools, all the kind of stuff. Like, I give you permission. But old me, it's like chasing, trying to convince, trying to do, trying to beg. Like, we can get through this. We can do it. You know, it's, it's, ugh, it, it's like begging them. And that's not like the best word, and I freaking get it. But you know what I'm talking about. When someone pulls away, you're like begging them to be with you. You're like, no, don't leave me. Stay with me. I'm cute. Look at me. Like, we do this, we do and we chase, and all that does is repel. You know, in relationship, there is a chaser and a runner. Which one are you? And in order for the runner to stop running, the chaser has to stop chasing. It's the only way. It's the only way. And so that is up to you. You do not beg a man ever, 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 ever. You do not do that. It is just a huge repellent. It's, it, you know, it's, it's learning how to breathe. It's getting into your body. It's doing these things. Like, give them time to process. 
Give them time to process and come back into your body. And we're going to get into the do's, but right now we're in the don'ts. And I keep getting ahead of myself. But if you think about like a rubber band, right? In this chasing, in this in this begging, it's like if the rubber band, they talk about this and men are from Mars and women are from Venus. If the rubber band pulls so far, it'll come back. It'll come back if you give them space. They need space. They process so much different than we do, right? And it doesn't even mean processing all the time. They just need to go breathe and regulate. It could be going and playing video games. Like it's, it doesn't need to be them journaling and doing the things that we do. Like, but if we pull and we keep pulling and we keep like you chasing as them pulling, the rubber band snaps. And again, it solidifies in their head. See, this is exactly why I need space. And the last one, the last one, do not coach your man. It is hard when you are a high achiever and you are in these spaces and you're doing the programs and you listen to podcasts like these and you, you do programs like Alchemy of Love and you read the books and you know about attachment styles. It is so hard to not want to coach them because that's after. Like that is literally the next instinct after like begging and pleading and crying and doing the things. It's like, I'm going to coach you through this. I'm going to show you, you know, what fears are getting in the way of us. What are you, what are you, let's, let's talk about what's happening. You know, what are you afraid of? What's going on with your job right now? Let's try and do these things. Coaching is so masculine. My job, masculine. I can do it in a feminine way. Yes. But coaching is leaning in, fixing it energy. Fixing it energy is masculine energy. And so when they pull away and you're doing this thing, it's like, okay, come here, come here and grab your journal. Let's sit down. What is this? It's this convincing energy. Women, we are so sneaky, we don't even realize that we're manipulating in this situation. Because at the end of the day, your human, your man, needs to choose you out of his own choosing. Not you coaching him and, you know, needing whatever. Like, if if he's taking space, if he chooses to take space, Coming back is his own choice, and it needs to be. If he wants coaching, he can go get that. There are plenty of resources. He will find it himself if that's the thing. But if you're sitting there going, oh, unless he comes to you of like, hey, and that's the difference, right? There's a difference between you just bringing in, he's like, I'm, I have to focus on work. You're like, talk to me about how work is getting in the way of this relationship and let's, you know, kind of be solution oriented and, you know, what, what are you afraid of with your job right now so that we can start to work through this? And he didn't invite himself to that conversation. If he sat you down and was like, baby, I am feeling really stressed with my job right now and I want to be able to give you, I want you to feel like a priority in this relationship, but I also need to focus on this. Let's have a conversation. That is a different vibe than I need space. That is not a conversation. That is him telling you what he needs. And the biggest thing here is he's not a bad person for wanting that. I really like a big emphasis of this because I see this a lot in my friend groups. I see this a lot on the internet. I see this. People going, fuck that guy. He he can't commit. Like, no. People are allowed their insecurities and their processes and their fears People are allowed to take their space and to go and to explore themselves, and especially in relationship when it's like the ayahuasca journey of your freaking life is relationships. They are allowed that. So can you give them the freedom to do that? They're just like us. They have insecurities. Just like us, they have fears. Just like us, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No one does. 
So that doesn't mean that they're douchebags and they're wrong. It's, it's, it's okay if they need space. Honestly, it's an invitation. You probably do too. Like it's, it's so, don't disrespect men like that just because they're not claiming you right away. Like, no, what kind of, this is why our problem with men is like we're shaming them for when they do need to take space and do things. It's not blaming them. It's just noticing, right? It's also not writing a permission slip and waiting for them and doing the things. It's just noticing. And this is why it's so important to do your own regulation, your own alchemy work, which is alchemy of love, right? So, so what do you do? Because it's hot, it's heavy, it's passionate. And then all of a sudden they pull away and you're like, I am a scared little kitten right now. And I'm usually a very powerful woman. And all of a sudden I can't really focus on my work because I'm thinking about this. And is he going to text me? Is he going to call me? What did I do wrong? I never lose. And now I feel like I'm losing. And this is really hard on my nervous system. And you're not being able to focus on working and doing these things. I feel you. It's exactly what we talked about with this client. We came in and it's like, okay, let's break this down. What are within your control? What are your controllables? Right? Like we cannot control other people. We have to surrender to the fact and let go of the fact and look at these things and not being responsive from our past, but just looking at it and going, okay, like I trust you. You're a fucking brilliant man. I chose you. That's why I've been with you for this last month, two months, three months. I I trust you and your decision-making go and do what you have to do, but I'm going to do what I need to do and what I can control. Right. And also, if you do want to take this a step further, I do highly, highly recommend Alchemy of Love. Alchemy of Love, Alchemy of Love. I cannot preach it enough. Alchemy of Love is where you want to plant your butt so that you can actually start to call in relationships and hold space for yourself in these moments and be this like love magnet for high value people. And it doesn't mean if someone needs space that they're not high value. It just is under because when you can truly understand yourself, you understand everyone. That is your art. Right. And so what do you need to do? Right. When he needs, when he comes to you and he's like, baby, I need space right now. I need to focus on work. I need to do the thing that you need space. Here's what the first thing you do. Okay. You know what? Take all the space that you need. <gasps> Anyone with anxious attachment, like their insides are like, Ugh! rejection wound, abandonment wound. Ugh. Why is this so important? Because you should never convince a man to be in relationship with you. You should never have to manipulate a man to be in relationship. You never have to convince or show like proving your value. You don't have to do that. That is not what you are on this planet to do. So if someone says they need space, the hardest thing, and it's going to feel like your throat is like clenching around and it's going to give you heart palpitations, but you're a good student and I freaking know it just like my client was. And you're going to say, okay, go take your space then. Go ahead. And it's not in this like, like it's literally, if you can come, the best thing about being a heart open, alchemized woman is you do everything with love. And it's not about putting more and stacking more and closing your heart off and being more in this, I'm not worthy thing. It's sitting here and just being like, okay, like you're a brilliant human being and I don't really want to be with anyone that isn't fully sure about me. So go ahead and you do it in love, not in like this bitchy fuck you. Like, it is genuinely like, you're a brilliant human being. I trust your decision-making. If I didn't trust your decision-making, I wouldn't have spent all this time with you. So if you feel like you need space right now, okay. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to do anything. But I trust you. And I want you to make the best decision for you. Because regardless of if you if you come back and you do the things, I still want you to be fucking happy. 
And I want us to get to that point where it's like, just because someone doesn't choose you or want to be with you or need space doesn't make them wrong. It is just something going, okay. And so what can you do? You work on your feminine pain body. He must come to the decision that he wants you on his own. And so you that may be feeling this rejection and this betrayal and this part that's coming up, that is your work. We're going to get into that. But the first thing first is just going, okay. And he might come back and be like, really? You're just like, okay with that? You're just like, yeah, I trust you. Go to your thing. There is so much strength in your silence. So much. So go. Don't convince. Don't chase. Don't plead. Don't beg. Okay. Mate, it is the hardest thing you're ever going to do, and I get it. That's why we have spaces to go talk to it. But in front of him, that is what you do. Okay. It is so empowered, and that's, that is literally how my client felt. She's like, ah, that feels so good. It feels so good. Because it's coming from a space of I love myself and I respect myself and I'm no longer chasing anyone's love and I'm no longer proving my worth to anyone. Okay, that is an empowered choice to move into this space with, right? And so after that, then you regulate yourself. You take the space to do and accept your feelings because here's what's going to happen. You're going to feel empowered as a fuck. You're going to feel so empowered. And then the next day, you're going to be like, oh shit. And your heart's going to hurt and you're going to want to text them and you're going to want to prove something and you're going to want to say something and you're going to want to coach them and you're going to want to do everything. And the thing is you accept all of those feelings, but you do not act on them. First and foremost, you accept the fact that they decided to go the route that they did. You do not chase, you don't do anything. And then you accept the fact that you are freaking human and it's okay that you miss them. And it's okay that it's bringing up these emotions. And it's okay that the first day you're like empowered and you're like making TikToks about how you're an empowered woman or whatever. And then the next day you're like, I feel like a potato and I'm eating ice cream with a fork on my couch. Perfect. That means you're human. That means you felt something and that you actually cared about this human being. Accept your feelings. They're so real. Nurture yourself with love. What do you need right now? How can you pay attention to yourself? How can you love yourself right now? There's no need to rush anything. There's no need to like get someone next first. Like it is just taking care of yourself. Yes, it was maybe a month, two months, three months, whatever, but it mattered to you. And I know it did just like it did with my client. So, you know, it was processing these emotions with her. It was really looking at this. It was regulating her, her, her emotions and the feminine pay body. It was looking at the father wound and the abandonment wound and the rejection wounds and all the things, right? Like in this, in alchemy of love, this is what we do. And then you neutralize that and it doesn't take as much as a huge breakup because it wasn't that long, but it's like, oh, I got me no matter what. You heal it, you feel it. And then you finally move into this space of, well, I'm going to open myself back up. I'm going to get back on the apps. I'm going to go to coffee shops and I flirt with some strangers. I'm going to open my heart again. Because that's the only thing, like, I, you know, we can close it for a bit, but it's not, like, I highly don't recommend it. Like, you can even have heartbreak with, with an open heart. Like, it is, it is that art when you can sit there and go, okay, now I am ready to, if he, you know, I have it tattooed on my arm. I say this all the time. It's like, if not this, something better. You're either the one or you're the one that got away, as one of my mentors says. Like, this is the core belief. 
And so when you can tap back into that and you're no longer trying to mask the abandonment wounds or rejection wounds that came up, then you're ready to open yourself back up again and get your booty back out there and your tush and you're there to find the love of your life. You know, it's, it's you're giving yourself this time and then you're open again. We do not close because of these bruised hearts and these things. We, we open, right? This is, this is the gift. This is the thing. And so then we move into the space of just having this self-love and this compassion and this art and this, this understanding. You know, if they pull away, that it means nothing about you and your worth or who you are or any of that. It's just an invitation to see what came up in this moment and how can I give myself some compassion in that? How can I feel what's going on in my body without making it right or wrong and just witnessing it so that when that next person comes, you're not passing your junk off to them. You just know, and it's no longer this chasing and this begging and let me prove and let me do. And especially as a high achiever, like the, with the anxious attachment, it is so common that we do that because we don't like to lose, right? It's, 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 we get back into the masculine, but the art of the feminine, and here's what always happens, is when you learn to sit with your feelings, truly sit with them without distraction of work or self-development or things, when you truly learn to sit, you become a magnet for love. And so going through these steps, when I took my client through, you know, she started to feel so in love with her life. Just like knowing that relationships are a choice and they'll come and they'll go and they'll things and eventually that person is going to be your person, but you will never have to beg them. They may have to take space. A partner is going to have to take space often, especially men. They take space. Who are you in that moment? That's the thing that's so powerful. Either way, you are learning about yourself in this moment, whether it's this person or the next, you're learning about yourself, right? And so within a few, like a week or two, I believe, she's back on the apps, the bumble, the league, the hinge, the stuff. She started to enjoy her life again. And just like clockwork, Guess who came back? And the big thing about this that I really want to land with you is we do not do this stuff to get them back. We don't. You truly release them from your body. This is why in arrival we have cord cutting. This is why in arrival we have heart coherence meditations. This is why we have womb massages. We have things that help get this stuck energy out of your body because you really, if you're doing it from this space of I'm doing this so they come back, they never come back. When you genuinely are moving through in life, it doesn't matter if they do or they don't. Because you get to a place and it's just you, right? But in this story, this client, like he did, he came back, he apologized, he's fully committed to her, and now they're in a happy relationship. Because who she was, like who you are in the moment of when your person pulls away can make or break your relationship. It's either you make it mean something about you or you let it be an invitation for you. That is the journey here. 
and when you can hold yourself to this degree of knowing you are rare and valuable. And no one has to be convinced to be with you. No one has to be chased. No one have to, has to be begged or pleaded. You set a new caliber and a new standard for the people that are coming into your life. That are fully, fully yours and fully committed to you. And it's okay if they take the space. It's, again, it's a rubber band. It's a rubber band. It's a, as long as it doesn't snap because of who you are, everything changes. And so to this day, this client is in a happy and healthy relationship with this person. And that makes me very happy. And it, it really is wild how this happens, right? Because it's, it's who you are in those moments that make this. Who you are in the moment of conflict when you can really alchemize the love and show up as your full self and all these kind of things. And so if the story of this client inspired you, if you're in that space of, you know, wanting to learn how to be better in the void and how to really alchemize your love and how to shift your relational pattern so that you can show up as this force to keep that power. Cause I know you have so much success in every other area of your life where it's like, this is that part where it's like, I, I, you wobble. So you maybe shut it out because you don't like to wobble or you, you know, it, but you want it, you crave it. You want that soulmate. You want that teammate. You want that person. We have Arrival as our monthly membership. You have access to trainings and support and uh, the daily vitamins and things like that. We have Alchemy of Love, which is our full immersion, four-week somatic attachment therapy program. That is our, it's extraordinary. It's nothing like this on the internet. Or you can book in a consultation, you know, to help kind of weave this out to see where you belong and how we can support you. You can book that in. And I will put all of that in the show notes. If this landed, you know, take those sexy thumbs and write us a review. It really does help us the most, the most. And then share this with someone. Let them know how this landed for you. Start a conversation with them. Be like, hey, I was thinking of you in this. This is how we get this word out there. And it really does impact the world. You know, our mission here is that we will change generational trauma from a relational lens for people that were not modeled healthy love, that you get to do it yourself. None of us were taught this, but you get to do it yourself so that your children and the people around you get to. And so when we share this and we get this out there, it really means the world to us. So thank you so freaking much. I love you. And I will see you in the next episode.